when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Matthew and I, we're, the, I mean, we're, we're having conversation. You know, with, you know what this entire... Don't interrupt me, man. <laughs> we're having conversation about whether we can still do romance novels in this age of massive... Well, nothing's changed. It's just people coming out about massive grabbing and sexual harassment. Can we still do romance novels when so many of them are about grabbing women and forcing right. them against and, their will? I mean, well, what's the right way to laugh at this? I think this is what everyone is asking themselves about basically everything, right? Right. Like, either either you do... I, I guess we're going to have to, like, have a serious moment on every episode now, but, like, yeah. it's like either you do, like, fucking prop comedy and just pretend the world doesn't exist, right. or you... You have to find a way to laugh at things that aren't funny. And if you're a dude like me, like all you can really do is punch down because we have been granted the top of the pyramid. And that's not funny. So. It's not funny. But, you know, it's comedy, right? So isn't everything funny in comedy? No, some things that, aren't. Louis C.K. said that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all funny. No, I can't even watch any of his shit anymore. I'm so mad at him. I'm personally mad. I wrote him a letter. Did you really? No, but I, I kind of want to fucking dick you could yeah i bet he's getting a lot of letters all right we're gonna read a book and we're speaking gonna... of which leave us a review <laughs> this week we're reading kate starrett's love my way okay um can this be about an empowered woman please i don't think they do romance novels about empowerment some, some well, of them but, do but some uh, some of them do yeah absolutely and it's you know it's it's a it's a woman dominated business and I don't well, know. I, I feel like I don't want to say anything funny. Like, I just want to be like... So you can be serious. It's okay. I just want to be posi- like, <laughs> positive. You want me to just be positive? Yeah, let's... No, let's read the book. Okay. Well, let's see. Because I, I actually, this time I didn't read the book. So okay. I th- don't know if this is going to be in the same, like, grab zone of the previous mm-hmm. books we've read. So let's see if it is. Let's see if we know within four sentences if this is going to be typical grab zone material. Schlock. Yeah. Even without seeing her face, I know that the woman standing at the water's edge is desperately sad. Oh. Her back is to me, and her shoulders are slumped, perhaps heavy with regret. It kills me to know I am partly to blame. Because of because of Because grabbing. I grabbed yeah. you. And for that reason alone, it's impossible to look at her. Leaning against the rough trunk of the tree, I close my eyes. My life will forever begin and end with her, and I'm unable to witness her heart breaking. Aww. Standing still is no longer an option, so I begin to pace. Is she waiting for him, is or she, has he already left? Wait, is this... Uh, who's this, God? Yeah, yeah. Who's, this, who's watching? I don't know. Like, Can God uh, lean against a tree? Can God pace? I don't know. When God paces, is that what makes thunder? <laughs> can you hear... No, no, serious question. Can you hear God leaning against a tree if, if you're if, not in the forest? Right. <laughs> Fear pools in my veins at the uncertainty. She get, don't get on a plane with that. Oh, yeah. Like, wear compression socks. Right. <laughs> Above all else, I want her to be happy. If this is too hard, I'll have to walk away again. I let out a long breath, frustrated by the whole situation. Emerson Hart is the love of my life. Emerson Hart. Wait, uh-huh. isn't that like a, a prog rock band? <laughs> Emerson <laughs> Lake and Hart oh, and Palmer? I don't know. It sounds like a law firm. Um, unfortunately, I'm not the only love of hers, and therein lies the problem. Oh, it's a poly romance. Oh, could be. That's a thing. We've never done that. Um... Yeah, we. I feel like we did. There was there was one. Um, you you picked it. It was like two dudes, and and then and the uh, like the Roommate. heroine was going to hook up with two dudes. I don't know if that was Polly as more as it was just like a three way, like a like a you know okay. orgy kind of situation. 
What? Let's think. Let's riff on what some possible titles for poly romances would be. Here's the first one. I feel like I'm just gonna say offensive thing after no, ignorant no, offensive thing. No, here it is. Um, you're my favorite. I don't say that to everyone. <laughs> um, uh, the um, I don't know. I love you. I'm just sad. I love you and you and you. Oh, that's good. Okay. Um. Uh, three's company <laughs> grabbed by a married couple. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't top that. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, we're moving on. Chapter one, present day. Concentrate, Emerson. Wait. <clears throat> Concentrate, Emerson. My boy, my boss's voice thunders across the kitchen, bouncing off the stainless oh, steel no, surfaces. Oh, that's not thunder. That's God pacing. <laughs> Those cakes aren't going to bake themselves. <laughs> said no one ever. <laughs> Who says that? No one says that. Like a mean bakery guy. No one says that. No, mean bakery guys say that all the time. Carrie Singleton, guess what? I bet she's single. <laughs> Carrie Singleton, the owner of Carrie's Cupcakes. It, I, there's going to be some gays in this in this place. I can feel it. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad we're back on cupcakes. Carrie Singleton, the owner. We can go to the cupcake conference you've been mm-hmm. longing for for, oh, for a year now. Fucking Remember? cupcake Wasn't conference. Wasn't it a com- cupcake conference you wanted to get hooked up at? Yes. Yes, it was yes, yes. Like the hottest conference. Right. Carrie Singleton, the owner of Carrie's Cupcakes, is a perfectionist, a taskmaster, and an astute businesswoman. Her short fuse and booming voice make Gordon Ramsay sh- seem like a shrinking violet. I like her. I bet Gordon Ramsay's groped, groped people. And of a course. long line of apprentice cake bakers have run for the hills because of it. I've been working here for three weeks now, and some days I think she might want us to be friends. Some days, not today. Sorry. Don't be friends with your boss. Sorry, Carrie, I reply. She's cradling her planner in her left arm and making notes. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> like like a chimp. Yeah, that's I, a really weird thing. Crate, I have to hold my arm up and try to cradle it. Like cradle it like a baby. Uh, or maybe, may, no, the, then she was, she was like cradling it in her, in her palm. No, it doesn't make sense. No, and also if you're a mean boss who's yelling, you're not cradling. No, it's no, a very out like, of character for Carrie. Very, yeah. I've known Carrie for years. She doesn't cradle. She doesn't cradle she anything. grabs or grasps. Or clutches. Yeah, she didn't cradle her baby. She just like held no. it up by one arm. Right, Michael Jackson. Okay, <laughs> you're due. Uh, glancing up, she, she looks at me over the top of her glasses. You're due at the Holland residence at midday. I know. I smile confidently at her. I won't let you down. You'd better not. Sarah's a very important client. I know. I repeat, mindful of keeping my tone professional. When she's gone, I struggle to refocus. I've lost count of all the jobs I've had since moving to Melbourne shortly after finishing high school. But oh, this, is, this, is this Australia? It is. Cool. But this one is a definite step up. Could from, you do the rest of the book no, in an Australian have, accent? The, you know how bad my accents are. But this one is a definite step up from my previous one, selling insurance for a sleazy broker. I lasted two days before I was back online searching for something else. Despite my lack of tertiary education. What? <laughs> that must be an Australian that term. That must be. I'm a fast learner and will try my hand at almost anything. Is that mean like grad school? I guess no, so. Like, like, I guess like a secondary education is high school. So it must mean like college. I guess so. But it seems like almost like a um, like the dark web sort of education. It really does. <laughs> I'm a fast learner and will try my hand at almost anything. Keen for a change of pace, I'd answered an ad for a job in a cake shop in one of the city's <laughs> the most. Said, Are you keen? Are you keen? Most exclusive suburbs. Carrie's Cupcakes is located amongst trendy cafes, a handful of expensive homeware shops, and a small art gallery I've yet to visit. Thanks for oh, that. Real. You have important. got to check out the, the art okay. gallery. I mean, in everyone's talking Melbourne. about it. <laughs> I can't believe she hasn't gone. I'm just really. I can't. I can't even go back yeah, to this book. I've, I'm so I've angry. It. I've had it with with this character. <laughs> the leafy streets create a beautiful village atmosphere, and it isn't difficult to understand why houses around here command such. 
(laughs) Carrie was desperate for help at the time and hired me on the spot. When she fired her cake decorator on my second day, I was thrown in the deep end where I managed to swim with a surprising degree of flair. She just jumped into cake decorating? Do you think that, yeah, right. Do you think that she was swimming in fondant? Yeah. With flair? Isn't isn't fondant like solid though? Totally. So like that would take a lot of strength. It's a new Olympic sport. The the fondant uh, individual medley? Uh Yeah. I've not set foot in the shop front since and spend my days with fondant and food dye. Good call. What? For the time being. I'm content. Fondled, fondled by the fondant. Fondled by fondant. <gasps> yes. It's a new series of romances between a human and a baked good. <laughs> uh, claimed by the cupcakes. Um, <laughs> grabbed by the... Um, uh, mm, some fake wait, hold on, that starts hold on, with G. Um, frat is that a thing? Um, um, uh, fucked by a financier. <laughs> okay. Um, but that would not be a baked good if is. that was the title. I understand. Oh, that yeah, a, yeah, I know. Right. But it's a double entendre. It's but, like a really rich almond cake. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, um, uh, grabbed by Jean Douillet. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, Cuddled with a croissant. Mm-hmm. Mm, um, possessed by the pie. Um, ah. Nice. In love with King Amon. <laughs> Isn't it Queen Amon? The cakes? Sure. Yes. <laughs> I want to say King Amon because it just sounded more like some of the books we've read. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Um, for the time being, I'm content, and that's the best I can hope for these days. I still love that book where it was the like uh, in love with a sheik or what was oh, it? Oh, the sheik's ma- made to a made, sheik. Made to a sheik. Or made made the for the sheik. Made for the sheik. That was such a great book. I, I, I have not forgot the details yeah, of that one. It's the one, one where he wanted the hummus, yes, the, the, the uh, well done steak yes, with hummus. Yes, that, see, that is such a such a vivid image, I know. right? I think for us especially because we're yeah. obsessed with food. But harassed, and, harassed by the hummus. <laughs> with that thought in mind, I pack the cupcakes into their box and head off. The hot summer sun beats down on me, warming my bare arms. A light sheen of sweat beads across my forehead as I carry the box of fifty cupcakes with great care. Walking up the sandstone path towards the imposing front door, my arms ache from the weight of the box. The chocolate cakes inside with white fondant and black polka dots look elegant and chic, even if I do say so myself. Okay. Um, again, so we didn't really get into this, like, I'm a, I'm a natural at cake decorating right. type of thing. And also, what size are those 50 cup- cupcakes that she can hold them in one box? They are micro cupcakes, Mini, yeah. like the tiniest nubbins of a cake. Yeah. Which because maybe you can that's... fit maybe 10 in a box. Maybe that's what rich suburban Australians eat. Mm. Is, is they subsist on a diet of nothing but M- tiny cakes. Micro cakes. <laughs> like tiny meat pies and other mm. Australian things. Tertiary cakes. <laughs> when for primary and secondary cakes are too big. Exactly. <laughs> I managed to push push push. I managed to put <laughs> I managed to push the intercom button with my elbow and when no one answers I try again. Still nothing. Sighing, I balance the cupcake box precariously on one hand, then try knocking. She should try cradling it. She should. I think I hear a woman's voice coming from inside, but I can't be certain. Uh uh-uh. Wait, is this going to be just like that book uh-huh, where, where yeah. she was delivering the pizza yes. to the fuck house? Yes, the fuck that house. That was a great book. It was called Fuck House. <laughs> Hello, I say, moving closer to the door. That's weird. <laughs> Who does far, that? Wait, how, how far, far away were you? When she was knocking at the door. How long are her arms? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wait, so she's got the cupcake box. She's, she's cradling Inspector Gadget. And she's like shooting her arm out. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? As she gets closer to the she's door. She's like rub up Her lips the door. are on the door now. When I get no response, I test the large brass handle and find the door eases open. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Hello? 
By the way, this is a good time to tell you a story. Oh, please do. Did I ever talk about the time that I was catering uh, or doing a cooking demo at a guy's house? Uh, he was inviting some friends over, and I told him I'd be over at 4 o'clock. Uh-huh. And I uh, knocked on the door, and then I got closer to the door and said, <laughs> Of course, Hello. that's how you do it. And then I looked down and noticed that there were keys in the, the door. Oh, boy. And I was like, well, that's strange. So I, and then I realized, you know, the door is open. So I open the door. I take the keys out, thinking I'll, you know, obviously tell the client that their keys are in the door. I would be afraid that I'd stumbled onto a crime scene. So I was like, hello, hello, nothing, nothing, nothing. And I'm like, maybe he went out for a walk. I have no idea what's going on. So I went into the um, kitchen and I, I unloaded all my stuff and I start cooking because the sure. dinner's in two hours and I have lots of stuff to do. And then I just, I have to go to the bathroom. So I go uh, into the to go look for the bathroom and Uh as I go to the bathroom I pass by the bedroom door which is open and I look into the bedroom door and there's a body on the bed. Like a dead body? Not a dead body but a body. Okay. So then I run back into the kitchen and I pick up my phone and I call April and I'm like there's a person. I hope you didn't use the phrase there's a body. No but um, I was was freaking out. Yeah. And um, so then she told me to just really loudly be like hello hello I'm in your kitchen so I, I kind of screamed She's out smart. uh-huh really really loud she says you have a knife just put your knife in your hand and just you know call out really loudly and I, I went uh, went back by the the room and he got up and he was like sorry I was at another thing and I got really drunk and blah, blah, blah. it was really really awkward and uncomfortable so I gave him his keys back and it was like <laughs> anyway so that that brought back some memories of at least it didn't turn out to be a fuck house uh, or I mean sorry it didn't turn out to be a no, fuck house I don't know no the foyer is opulent but the, <laughs> <laughs> but the expensive decor isn't intimidating that, yeah if I put this this apartment on Craigslist I would definitely use the phrase the, the foyer, foyer is, is opulent, opulent. <laughs> But the expensive decor isn't intimidating in the way I've come to expect in the clients' homes I've been to so far. I breathe in the inviting citrus scent wafting from the candles burning on the wooden entry table. The artwork hanging on the wall above the table is hard to miss, and I immediately recognize it from an art history book I studied in high school. Oh. It's Monet's, in, in her uh, secondary education, it's, woman's, it's Monet's Woman with a Parasol. Our teacher told us this beautiful painting of Monet's first wife and his eldest son was early evidence of his focus on light and color over line and shape. Okay, I'm sorry, wait a minute. Is she going to try and convince us that he has an original Mm -hmm. famous Monet? Mm -hmm. It impacted me when I was a teenager, but seeing it in person, even if it's a replica, is startling. (laughs) And I I quickly divert my gaze. Get the gaze away from the painting. Mm -hmm. Put them back in the kitchen making cupcakes where they belong. Right. Can I help you? My eyes snap halfway up the staircase to where an elegant woman sits with her arms wrapped protectively around her legs. What? (laughs) What? I love when you say that. What? So she's just apparently been on the staircase the whole time if she's got her arms wrapped around her legs. I feel like this is a scene from a haunted house movie where you look and there's like this woman rocking on the stairs holding her legs. And then you look back and she's gone again. Well, and also there's a thing about arms because if she's not actually... (laughs) She's dressed in a white linen shift dress, which always makes me think, like, what is she on shift for? (laughs) Because I don't know what a shift dress is. Oh, I was like, where is it shifting? (laughs) Okay, let's take it to a break. Okay, so we're back. A moment ago, there was not a woman with her her long ape arms around her knees on the staircase. Now there is. Okay. She's in her shift dress because she just got off work as a nurse. (laughs) Her expensive looking heels push tightly together creepy yeah she pushes an errant strand of golden hair behind her ear and takes a deep breath her eyes are rimmed with red and mascara has made smudged rivers down her cheeks i'm definitely intruding on a private moment and it's uncomfortable 
And definitely she's a ghost. Hello, Mrs. Holland, I say. I'm Emerson from Carrie's Cupcakes. I have the cupcakes you ordered. If you tell me where they should go, I can be out of your hair in no time. Without saying a word, she places her hands on the carpeted stairs, pushes herself up, then descends with effortless grace. I was expecting one of my sons, she says when she reaches the bottom. I'm sorry you caught me like this. Oh. Her bottom lip quivers as the words tremble out. <laughs> Please don't apologize, I say sincerely. She nods and gives me a sad smile. The kitchen is this way. Her heels click as she walks across the tiles. I follow her past the staircase through an archway and down a hallway leading to an expansive kitchen. Oh, wow. I, I love reading Architectural Digest. <laughs> Where would you like them? I ask quietly. She appears so fragile that I worry she might break if I say the wrong thing. Oh, yes. She points to the far corner of the kitchen where there's an open door. Just in there. Is Mr. Holland home? I'm a big fan of his opus. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Anywhere you can find a free spot is fine. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't let that one go. Sorry. Yes, and duh. <laughs> I make my way across the walk-in pantry and carefully set the cakes down on the bench. After giving them a quick once-over, I head back to the kitchen and see Mrs. Holland just outside in the adjoining courtyard. <laughs> She's sitting at a large outdoor table covered in a white cloth. Is she? Is she like? She moves very fast. Right. It seems like she's just pulling sad poses all over the house. <laughs> like there's a photo shoot going on. Vase is filled with. It's like one of these like like Vogue like sad model photo yeah, shoots. Yeah. This is a this is a horror movie. Yeah. She just says Zit. now she's in a different location yep. looking sad and forlorn. Vases filled with lemons make a line <laughs> down the center of the table and are surrounded by fresh flowers. Is that a good look? Vases filled with lemons. Uh-huh. I guess so. Excuse me, Mrs. Holland, I say... Is there a table runner? I feel like a table runner is real fancy. I say, standing at the door, I'll be heading off now. I'm not sure if she heard me. Her shoulders shake ever so slightly, her body racked with silent sobs. Oh, God. Are you... (laughs) This is very awkward. Are you okay? I really... It's not the fuck house that we thought it was. I mean, if someone is being racked with silent sobs, like, how is that different from them just twitching a lot? (laughs) Okay. I'm doing it right now. I see now (laughs) what the distinction is. (laughs) Are you okay? I realize it's a stupid question, but it's all I've got. She looks up at me with tear-filled eyes. Will you sit with me for a while? You can you can tell me anything. I'm your cupcake delivery person. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that there's there's a cupcake delivery person client privilege. Oh, totally. That is every every country has that. She asks her voice hoarse. I'm sure my son will be here soon, but I'd really like the company. Sure, I reply, hesitantly sitting down on the plush cream cushion. Mm-hmm. It's also really cool if you're a rich person to waste the time of a delivery person who's right. making minimum wage. <laughs> right. Who's going to get fired <laughs> yes. now. I'm sure Carrie won't mind if I'm out a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah, right. Sounds uh-huh. like that boss won't mind at all. Nope, no problem. She nods, wiping her eyes with a pale pink handkerchief she pulled from a pocket in her dress. She then pours two cups of iced tea from the jug on the table, just waiting to be... Who, who just has iced tea just at the ready? Rich Australians. Well, where's the server? The servant. That's a good question. And hands me a glass. There's something strangely familiar about you, she says eventually. I don't know why, though, because I'm sure we've never met. <laughs> I don't know why I said that way. That's a normal thing to say. She studies me, and I don't really know what to say. You're different from the other cupcake delivery people. The ones I have in the there's basement. A, yes, they were a, different. <laughs> I see a spark in you. <laughs> the moment I saw you, I felt like I knew you already. Wait, is that really in the, in uh-huh, the book? Uh-huh. Yeah. I take a sip of tea. Oh, well, I've had quite a few jobs, so maybe you've seen me somewhere before. Uh, and I'm about to have another one. She stares into the distance. <laughs> Possibly. I can be a bit vague these days. Ugh. Neither of us say anything for a minute or so. A whole minute? I doubt it was just mm-hmm. a whole minute. I mean, to be fair, if you're a ghost, you're probably pretty vague. 
And I can tell she's completely lost in her thoughts. I glance at my watch, wondering if Carrie thinks I've gotten myself lost. Shifting in my seat, I decide to break the silence and perhaps find a way to make my exit. No, wait, the, uh, she's shifting, but the other per- person Where's is wearing the shift, shift dress. dress. Yeah, it's confusing. Are you having a party, I ask. <laughs> I have a charity afternoon tea here today, she replies. Nodding, I rack my brain for something else to say, conscious that this poor woman's <laughs> eyes are brim- brimming with unshed tears. Um, can I recommend? Cool, I love those. I get invited to them all the time. Do you want to talk about it, I ask, cautiously? She shakes her head. Not really. A few tears spill from her striking green eyes. As much as I want to leave, I decide I'll just sit with her until her son arrives. Do you live here alone? She nods. My husband died from a heart attack. Oh, Mr. Holland's opus. Oh, God. (laughs) Stop it. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. When? She takes another deep breath and meets my gaze. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice to meet you and you and you hold on gotta eat an apple gaze 10 years ago you probably thought I was going to say last week <laughs> I shake my head don't tell me what I thought you were gonna say I shake my head grief has no time limit wow wow deep I mean, but that is just the kind of wise observation I expect from a cupcake delivery person. If she really was a good cupcake delivery person, she would instantly have some cupcakes sent that say grief has no time limit. Yes. And also, she should be busting out these cupcakes and like, you know, what cures grief better than cake? And maybe she could do like a salted tear caramel cupcake. Oh, I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. She nods and gives me an appreciative smile. We were looking forward to enjoying our golden years, but then... She pulls out her hanky and dabs at her eyes. I know this house is far too big now, but I can't bear to sell it. This is our house, and I can't imagine anyone else living here. More tears slip down her cheeks. I'm sorry, Emerson. You're just here delivering cupcakes, and I'm unloading on you. It's totally fine. Wait, no, I've got it. Her gaze are Lake and Palmer. <laughs> are what? Lake and Palmer from Emerson, Lake and Palmer, a joke that I'm trying to Try to drill, yeah. drill in. It's totally fine, I reassure her. Some days I'm okay and the pain feels manageable. She closes, she blowses, she blowses her noses with her hanky. (laughs) But other days, like today, it all just feels unbearable. I'm so sorry for your loss, Mrs. Holland. Please call me Sarah, she says, shrugging. Ten years, she shakes her head. I guess... This is very awkward. I'm being sort of serious now. Uh... The boss did say that she's a very important client. So I guess if oh, you yeah. if you like spend some time like placating an important client. <laughs> you're still worried about her losing her job. I'm very worried yeah, about that. You're real this. concerned. Uh-huh. Well, maybe you can hire her and put her on your staff. I will. <laughs> I will hire this character. That sounds terrible, by the way, to say put her on your uh-huh. staff. I can't believe a whole decade has passed and I'm still grieving as if it was yesterday. I think maybe some losses are impossible to recover from. It doesn't seem to matter what you do or how hard you try to... (laughs) The pain is too great and your mind doesn't allow your heart to heal. She looks at me through bleary eyes and I wish there was something I could say or do. There's not a lot of romance going on in this romance novel. Well, I mean, she could say... Who is she going to fall in love with? You know, like... The son. Therapists charge a lot more than the the $12 an hour I'm I'm getting delivering cupcakes. It's going to be the son, the rich son. I guess. Totally. She looks at me through bleary eyes, and I wish there was something I could say or do. I lost the love of my life. I mean, that's not going to bring back Mr. Holland. Mm -mm. And I don't know how to carry on some days. (laughs) I chew the inside of my cheek, deliberating whether I'm in any way equipped to offer anything of value, then say quietly, I think you just have to keep treading water, hoping each day it becomes slightly easier to stay afloat. Okay, never mind. She's not not a natural therapist the way she is a natural uh -uh. cupcake decorator. Her eyes soften. My son, Josh, here we go. Mm Mm-hmm. 
gave me something years ago that helped me stay afloat. He took his father's death the hardest and has always been the most concerned about my welfare. My son, Josh, who is who is named Australia's sexiest man alive and has a huge dong, <laughs> dong. will be home in just a minute. He's the only, the only thing that keeps Stop. me Stop. Afloat? Don't yeah, say it. Yeah, sure. She cocks her head towards the open French doors. Can I, sh- can I show you what he gave me? Oh, no. I nod. Of course. Mom, a male voice calls out. <laughs> I hope it sounded like that. Mom. <laughs> oh, that's Josh now, she says, wiping her eyes again. Oh, wait. It's going to turn out he's 11 years old. I should really be going anyway, I say, glancing at my watch. I hope you feel better soon, Sarah. She nods as we both stand. Thank you so much, Emerson. It was really nice of you to stay and listen to me. Sarah walks me back to the kitchen, and as we step through the door, a man drops a folded-up newspaper on the island bench with a thud, he's stopping a me in my tracks. a man or possibly a dog. <laughs> <laughs> when he turns to face us, my mouth goes dry. Incapable of movement or coherent thought, I openly and rudely stare at the stranger in front of me. Okay, what's the next line? Uh, something about his, his like chin, like chiseled. He's got mm-hmm. chiseled features. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. He is tall, maybe six foot two or three, with broad shoulders and a strong body that is no stranger to exercise. (laughs) You're no stranger to exercise. I don't know about that. With dark blonde hair pulled back in a short ponytail? Oh, Oh, like a man bun? No. And scruff that partly covers his handsome face, all I can think is that he's far too good looking to be real. Darling, Sarah says warmly, how are you? Her son waves a set of keys in front of him. The door wasn't locked, Mom. I really feel like the the mom and the son are just going to have like a big old sloppy French kiss Ew, right about now. Glad you're sick. She turns to me. This is my son, Josh. He's a bit of a stickler for home security. Josh rolls his eyes, but an incredible smile lights up lights up his face, followed by a quizzical expression as if he's confused by my appearance. I was just telling Emerson here what a good son you are and how you look after your favorite mom. <laughs> Mom, Mom, you're embarrassing me. He smiles. Can I have a cupcake? Can I have two cupcakes? <laughs> he smiles. Now I really want a cupcake. Can I have all the cupcakes? <laughs> Give me all the cupcakes. <laughs> I take a tentative, tentative. <laughs> I take a tentative step forward and shake his hand. Nice to meet you too, Josh. I'm proud that my voice sounds even and normal. When he releases my hand, I realize he'd been holding it for far too long, or maybe it was me holding on to his. Either way, it was weird. And my cheek <laughs> and my cheeks heat. It occurs to me that perhaps my cheeks heat. heat. It occurs to me that perhaps I have some flour or food dye on my face because he's fascinated by me for some reason. Mm. Emerson delivered. <laughs> mm. I, I wonder if maybe I spilled some uh, food dye fondant or food dye on my breasts because <laughs> he's looking at them very strangely. Emerson delivered the cupcakes for my afternoon tea and was kind enough to stay and keep me company, Sarah says. I'm afraid she arrived when I was having a pity party. Oh. And she didn't have the appropriate cupcakes for it. Mm, pity party cupcakes. Well, I hope there are a few cupcakes to spare, Josh, Josh says. Josh says, I'm starving. <laughs> you keep your greedy mitts off of them. Her tone is firm but light. Oh, wow. The son really did beg for cupcakes? Mm-hmm. Nice. They're for my guests. She turns her attention to me and asks, do you like art, Emerson? <laughs> Well, there's a nice gallery in town. Of all the questions in the world, she managed to ask one of the things guaranteed to make me fiercely uncomfortable. Okay. Why? I, um, well, I used to, but it's not something I kept up. Oh. My Josh teaches a wonderful art therapy class on Wednesday and Thursday evenings at the gallery just down the street from your work. You must know the one. My whole body flinches. Yes, the pity party galleries. And I desperately hope it's not too obvious. Oh, wow, I say awkwardly. That sounds wonderful. And we're going to leave it right there. Oh, I love this book. It's pretty there, good. First of all, there was no grabbing. Yeah. Which is which is 
makes me very happy. I know, right? Um, yeah. Yep, that's pretty much our bar here. Okay. From now on, can we do only books with cupcakes? <laughs> okay. Except for next time, because uh, my pick is called <laughs> One by an Alien. One? One by an Alien. Like W-O-N. W-O-N. By Amanda Milo. Okay. Hold on one second while I write that down. One by an alien. Okay. One if by alien, two if by two if by horror crocs or whatever that thing was last week. Where can they find us? Uh, they can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com and on Facebook at Facebook to- Facebook.tom. <laughs> Facebook.tom. Wouldn't that be great if uh, if your name was Tom and you could get the URL Facebook.tom? Uh <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so dumb. Uh, Facebook.com slash look inside TBC, which stands for uh, look inside these beautiful cupcakes. Oh, lovely. So lovely. And uh, please leave us a review. How are we doing on reviews? Have we picked any up in the last? We're at 40. 40 okay. very good reviews. Uh, no new written ones, but we got a couple stars. But I, I uh, let's take let's take us to 43 No, no new written ones, but we got some ESP vibe reviews. No, you we know. got some skywriting <laughs> reviews. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we got ones written in fondant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's take us to 43 by the next time we talk. Oh, wow. Okay. Stretch goal, it's people. Up to you. It's up to you. Only you, the people, can do this. If you're a listener and you haven't yet written a review, what's keeping you from it? I think it? you can do it from within the Apple Podcasts app. Yeah. We, we accept reviews on Stitcher, on uh, Google Play. Yeah. On um, on uh, Grindr. We could mm-hmm. reviews there. Yep. Um, no, seriously, I'm asking you. No, se- seriously, you. review us on Grindr. No, I'm seriously asking you, the listener, why haven't you reviewed us? Like, what? What's? Are you lazy too? Yeah. Are you like Matthew? Are you like a, a sad Australian matriarch? We don't. What? We don't charge for this podcast. We do this because of the love of comedy and shitty books. Mm-hmm. Give us some love. It's okay. I'm going to cut that part out too. No, you won't. You're too lazy to go back That's and edit it out.